At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, Tip of Strip, right here in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, currently involved in a one on one war with a chair. And uh, Kelly Bidlin, glad you could join us for a triple header in basketball beginning right now. And then continuing with game two in just about a half an hour, but it is the Celtics Nets. Game four is the Celtics go for the sweep, the only possible sweep left on the board here in round number one. And despite that, we have the Nets favored by a point and a half here in this one against the Celtics, a total of 221 and a half to 222. About an hour from now, get the Raptors and the Sixers. Sixers are eight point favorites at home here over the Raptors. No Fred Van Vliet for the Raptors tonight. Big blow for that team. 211 and a half is the total. And then 930 Eastern. We get the Jazz and the Mavericks. Mavericks are three, three and a half point home favorites there over the Jazz. A total of 212 and a half to 213. But we see that Sixers number all the way up to eight on the news that they will be without Fred Van Vliet tonight, which is not great. We have some first pitches coming as well over in Major League Baseball. Red Sox and the Blue Jays. We got Nate Eovaldi, Jose Barrios. Barrios and the Blue Jays, minus 130 home favorites. Eovaldi and the Red Sox, plus 110 road underdogs. Eight is your total. Mets and the Cardinals at 745 Eastern. We got Max Scherzer versus Miles Michaelis. Scherzer and the Mets, minus 155 road favorites if you want the Cardinals as as home underdogs, plus 135. Their total of six and a half in that game. 805 Eastern, Astros and the Rangers, Framber Valdez and Dane Dunning. Valdez and Astros, minus 140 favorites, plus 120 on Dunning and the Rangers as home underdogs. 938 Eastern, we have the Guardians and the Angels. This is... Shane Bieber against Michael Lorenzen. And Michael Lorenzen and the Angels are minus 125 favorites over Shane Bieber. And the Guardians Bieber's velocity down to start the season. Don't know if it's just the getting worked into things or if it is some real stuff that we're going to need to be paying attention to moving forward. Plus 105 on Bieber and the Guardians as underdogs. Eight is your total. And then 940 Eastern. We got the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Walker Bueller against Merrill Kelly. 
Uh, Dodgers are minus 195 road favorites here, uh, plus 165 on Kelly and the Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly has started out phenomenally so far this year. I actually looked a little bit at the total in this one, leaning towards the under. Still might get there before it's all said and done, but check out Merrill Kelly. He's about the only bright spot there for that Diamondbacks team, but he has been a really, really good bright spot for them so far. Will he be around? Who knows? And uh, one, only one game over on the ice tonight, Flyers and the Blackhawks. Blackhawks are minus 135 home favorites over the Flyers. The Flyers are plus 115 on the road as underdogs. And as we always say, tomorrow we will have a slew of NHL games. Oh, I know who might be playing tomorrow then. The whole slew. Mm-hmm. Is it? Are they? Oh, boy. Uh, boy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They might be on the. I mean, if the they gym. didn't play today. They almost have to be playing. Well, there's only one game today. The whole league didn't play today. We only, they we take have, Mondays off. We only have limited more Kraken games to be screamed in our ears about. So they're not going to make the playoffs? <laughs> Is that a dumb question? I don't know. By the way, you know who's not going to make the playoffs? The Vegas Gold Gold Knights, right? Uh, they lost. They were up 4-2 to two yesterday with three minutes left in that hockey game against the San Jose Sharks and found a way to lose that uh, in a shootout yesterday. So it appears... Uh, Tomorrow night, they could. Tomorrow night, it's most likely that they will get eliminated from playoff contention. Most likely, I don't know if I should say that, but very possible that tomorrow will be the official uh, end of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, season. Seattle is uh, far out of playoff contention. There, Kelly, just to answer your question. Uh, we're underway in Brooklyn. Boston up a bucket a minute into the game, two to nothing. As again, Boston looks to close out the Nets, who uh, ended up without Ben Simmons in Game Four. Kelly, our little debate. That we had about, hey, should he play, should he not? Well, Ben Simmons took himself out of it. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Ben <laughs> yeah. Simmons, back. I mean, it's it's now been the same thing, basically, for the past four months. Like, every time they've tried to ramp him up, it's, oh, I woke up one day, my back's not feeling that great. So, start it all over. I, I thought it was interesting hearing from the other Nets players on this, where they're like, Dude, we've had no idea for six months. We have no idea now. We don't. We won't have any idea tomorrow on this guy. Stop asking us you, about it. Do you remember when you were in first grade or kindergarten or something around that age, second grade, and you either had, um, you know, maybe in your case it was you know mandatory football. Yes, literally when I was eight years old, we had full pad football where I grew up. Or maybe it was uh, swimming lessons, whatever it was. But there was a kid, maybe that kid was you. There was a kid who was always scared to do it. And, you know, you can't blame them. They're eight, they're nine years old, however old you are at that age. And they would come up with every excuse in the book not to do that activity for the day. And you knew it was just the kid was being scared. This is what this reminds me of. Like, he just doesn't want to play basketball. It's like, okay. But don't tell us you do. It's surreal. I, I, it, it's it, it's weird. I, I, like everybody revisiting this trade over the past couple weeks too. It's like I, I, I still don't blame any. I, I still don't blame no team won or lost when you've got two players that essentially didn't want to be where they were. Right. So I like I, I think you see all this revisiting of of the trade the past couple days, and it's like Harden stunk. He didn't want to be in Brooklyn though, and Simmons was never getting on the court in Philly this year. He had you, quit. Like, Harden had full-on quit. He had yeah. quit. Like, I don't know what's worse. Like, uh, you at least Ben Simmons isn't out there, like, playing, yeah. you know, at 60%. Like, Harden was out there basically just messing everything up. <laughs> at least he's just over on the sideline messing everything up and it's not affecting what's happening on the court. Harden was out there just playing terribly. So, yeah. I mean, worst that's shooting, almost worse. Worst shooting year of his career, yeah. dating back, like, nine seasons or something incredible. I just Largest stomach of his career, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> if you're scoring at home. Uh, you mentioned already, Matt, that the Raptors will be without all-star point guard Fred Van Vliet tonight. Uh, game five of their series with the Sixers. And uh, Joel Embiid will be out there with the, uh, with, the th- with the thumb and the sprained ligament in his thumb. And so the Sixers will try to close out the Raptors in the gentleman's sweep uh, in game two tonight. Sixers favored by eight, total 212 in that ballgame. Kyle Lowry of the uh, Miami Heat. He's been ruled out of Game 5 versus the Hawks. That is, I believe that's tomorrow night, that one. Yeah, Capella and Bogdanovich also listed as questionable for that one for the Hawks as well. So definitely pay attention to injury reports throughout the day tomorrow if you're interested one way or another in this one because things could get 
Things can get really interesting if Capella and Bogdanovich can't go for the Hawks. There's definitely no doubt about that. Um, the only other kind of news and news and notes here, this game's already going, but if it affects how you maybe want to look at it live, Robert Williams was bumped up to 24 minutes tonight for okay. the Celtics. So um, he played 16 on Saturday if you watch that game. Uh, so he, he's getting another eight minutes to uh, another uh, another eight minutes tonight for the Celtics, and you know again a guy that was in the running for Defensive Player of the Year is going to get another eight minutes on the court tonight. So uh, something else to to think about. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm caught off guard by TNT being so punctual. This yes, is, this very is, punctual tonight. This is uh, odd for us to have on the show. I actually did, I did have a couple bets, more fun bets for this game tonight. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant, who's had 17 turnovers in this series, is shooting one of the worst field goal percentages of his life. I, I'm going to say he's not going to go down quietly in a in a, a get swept. Uh, opportunity here for Boston. So I played a couple over 30 plus points on him at plus 110 and took a uh, found a little off market number here in town uh, uh, at plus 875 for him to hit 40 plus. So need Durant to put up some points tonight. Going into this game, Kevin Durant 19 made field goals in the series 17 turnovers. Easily uh, the worst playoff series of his career, that's for sure. Boys, the, uh, the, the, the best award that we talk about every year has been awarded John Morant is your most improved player. Yeah. And we, of the we year. we've talked about it extensively on this show how that award should not be taken how you would perceive it as a human being. Yeah. It's not literally the person who's most improved, it's a big name that just got better. And if you go back in the last 10 years, that's who's gotten this award and John Morant wins it. Yeah, it was went from I, 19.1 points per game last season to 27.4 this year. Um, 49% from the field, so, you know, fine. Um, 76% from the free throw line. He also averaged 1.5 threes, 5.7 rebounds, 1.2 steals, and 6.7 assists. I think the one with this one, Gil, is like, is the, at least they are pretty consistent about it. Like, I understand people like getting upset with how, what this award is titled and why are other guys looked at. But at least they're fairly consistent with the. Yes. It's usually someone who was kind of a star player the year before and takes that giant leap that this year and wins the award. Yeah. So it's not right. It's and it's not the person who comes from casual sports fan oblivion, right. To oh man, he's really awesome, right? So the average person, my buddy Tommy in DC, wouldn't know Dejounte Murray if he walked in, knocked him down, and helped yes. him up. Literally, you would think it would be a person like that, but that's not how they so, award. This. So when we see next year when this comes out. We are not going to scoff at the names on the list. What right. we're going to do is we're going to point out to you three guys that are most likely going to win it, and it will probably be one of those three guys because it's going to be three big-ish name guys who have a potential to really take that next step, like we said. I mean, John Moran, if you believed in in his talent and everything that he had coming out of college, you, you thought maybe he could add on to that 19 points per game, which he did, and he wins the award walking away. He was a huge favorite towards the end of the season, as it was anyway. So we at least know now for sure, no matter what, as you said, Gil, this is like the, the award, while we think maybe it means one thing, it doesn't. It means the guy who is a budding superstar, essentially. Yeah. And if your second question is, hey, uh, when's coach of the year and MVP? We have no idea. Yes. It just sort of appears. Could be at halftime of this game. (laughs) We just have no idea. Uh, We'll come back. We'll update series odds and a whole bunch of other NBA futures. It's VEASAN's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime live from the South Point Hotel Casino, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. A couple football notes today. Uh, we will be talking draft, not only tonight, but tomorrow, the next night, and of course, leading into our big broadcast here from the South Point on primetime action Thursday. All five hours of the draft will be here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we talk it every day this week and into next week. Okay, I there like it. Uh, a couple news and notes today. One, uh, Patriots dealt their first ra- uh, fifth round pick. Pardon me, their fifth round pick. The Patriots send that to the Texans for their sixth and seventh round picks. Per sources, the Niners have exercised the fifth year option on uh, defensive end Nick Bosa. That's seventeen point eight million dollars, fully guaranteed for twenty twenty three. And the Niners also uh, running back Elijah Mitchell says he'll be ready for the twenty twenty two season after undergoing cleanup procedure, a cleanup procedure on his knee. So Elijah Mitchell back in the fold for the Niners. And, of course, uh, today, the number one pick in the draft, the favorite, has shifted now officially to Trayvon Walker. And it by has. and dramatically so. Yeah. I um, I just wonder if it's, if it's people starting to just pay more attention now, like out there and things. Because, again, it, it wasn't necessarily informationally based. Actually, the information we got today on this – Merc, uh, muddied up the waters even more, which was the coach wants an offensive lineman, the GM wants Trayvon Walker, and the owner wants Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. So, like, Who knows? That, that's the that's the information we got today. We're, we're showing minus 160. Yeah. It's actually minus 190. I've seen even higher than that in some spots. Yeah, our, our, uh, our part that says current odds are not current because it's already moved again yeah. up to 190. Up to minus 190. Actually, 190 is when I checked like an hour ago. Who oh, knows what's happening? Right could now. be higher now. Who knows? We'll talk more draft a little later. Uh, let's Before we get into these series prices, let me just ask you guys one question before we get into all these. Of all the teams that are down 3 nothing or 3-1 in the NBA playoffs first round, so we're talking about obviously the Brooklyn Nets tonight being down 3 to nothing, the Atlanta Hawks down 3-1 to to the Heat, the Raptors, who played tonight, down three to one to the Sixers. The Bulls, who got crushed in both games three and four, down three to one to the Bucks. And uh, the Denver Nuggets, down three to one to the Golden State Warriors, going back to Golden State on Wednesday night for Game Five after Denver staved off elimination. If I said to you one of those teams that's down makes some noise moving forward, like there's a sign of life, like their EKG is still operating. <laughs> Their heart is just barely pumping. Is there, but yeah. it is. is there a team among that group? I, this, that's how ridiculous, right? That's how ridiculous the question is. It's so hard to get there with any of them. There's, there's, there's one, there, I think there's only one of, one of two teams you can answer with. It would be Raptors or Hawks. It's so funny you say because I would have thought you would have said I mean, the yeah. Nets don't even have a win yet. So how am I supposed to say it's that? Well, the, right? the Nets, you would say, because they have Kyrie and Katie, right? So right. you'd be like, oh, well, there's a path because they have Kyrie and Katie. But I think you're right. I think it's the Hawks and the Raptors. I mean, 76ers, at least you have the Embiid issues going on with the hand, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the Hawks, like we've but talked no about. Van Vliet. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you but you did have Scotty Barnes back in. By the way, congratulations to the both of you, Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year in the NBA. We should have said that when we were talking about most important. Yeah, in our awards. I didn't have a bet on it. Did you have a bet? <laughs> oh, I thought you had a bet. <laughs> no, it was just our, our end uh, of the year awards. I don't I don't even remember. I thought oh, I did. Well, I thought I, take, I put in for him and for uh I take back my congratulations. Oh, you did? Well, I don't know if you did. Yeah, maybe even, you did. I didn't even look. Forget it then. No congratulations. I didn't I didn't even look. I was too busy too busy getting aggravated because I I've bet NASCAR thanks to Kelly and my Oh my gosh, we need like a whole with, segment for that. Lost the whole, I, oh, I, that's a live bet. Right, so, first of all, I've been saying for two years now that the only interest I have in ever betting NASCAR is like live the last betting five it, laps. Is live betting it like the last twenty laps, right? Let all the cars that want to crash get out of the way and let me establish some odds of some cards that might actually finish the race, right? So a lot of the East Coast books have been posting these now and I was after golf yesterday. I'm switching on TV number two, and it lands on NASCAR. So just light bulb, and I'm like, let me I check. Forgot boy. to come in the studio and start cursing at you. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, man, I'm live betting NASCAR," <laughs> and I'm like, How "Are you now?" Because I'm not going to win this golf, so uh, maybe let's. Uh... The best was the best was I get on I get on text with Isaiah and Wyatt, who both are huge NASCAR fans, are our associate producers for this show, and I'm like, "What do you guys like here?" I get one. Eric Jones from Isaiah, who is leading until the final oh, turn oh. and then loses. And Matt was on him, too. Oh. And then I get Ricky Stenhouse Jr. from Wyatt, who immediately goes into the pit and gets a speeding violation. Keslaus, so, sorry. So I don't know how the algorithm even does this. Who are you, Gil? people? I, listen, I don't even know how the algorithm I'm even be doing does. It so I'm week. looking at the odds on my phone while looking at where these guys are yes. on television. The guy's in like either first or second, but it'd be like he's twelve to one, and I'm like, "There's a reason, but I don't care." And like, so like, I, exactly. Like, there's a reason, and there's I don't even care. There's something I clearly don't understand, yes. but okay. Yeah, and the guy who's like in sixth is, is like four to one, and I'm like, "I'm not betting that guy. Oh, just he's in sixth, and it's not happening." So I end up with a twelve to one on this guy who we're is, on the same guy. Matt and I are on the same one. I end up on a twelve to one on this guy who we are in the home stretch of the race. And he's leading. I, I'm the very dead last lap, and we've, we're three quarters of the way around the track. They decide carnage is the best way to go. So they, these they like, the guys just start like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the guys yeah, decide yeah. who was it? One, one of the Bush brothers decides that like uh, he's going to make it three old, wide. Yeah. Like, and so carnage ensues. Obviously, right. people start wrecking all this stuff. One of the other cars pushes the other car in front of our guy, and then our guy ends up in like why, in sixth place. Why are you mad at Kelly? Because he told me even about this in the first place. Like, I'm going to be doing it every I'd Sunday. I've never had NASCAR live my whole life. It's phenomenal. I had nothing better to do. And I, uh, there I was. I ended up with like six bets on guys that I don't even know why. Our, our guy got worried about playing defense. Somehow in NASCAR, he got worried about trying to block someone yeah, out. So the guy's guy, like coming up the high side. And instead of just holding his ground, he like swung her up to like try to like block this guy coming on the high side, and then the guy on the low side just was like, "You know, Thanks. you know, yeah. you know, it's awesome radio." People who don't understand NASCAR describing <laughs> what they think they saw out there. Yeah, we had a guy in first place, man, <laughs> to the final turn at twelve to one. Uh, uh, at least that's how you saw it. It was brutal. That, uh, at least that's how I saw it. Yeah, I, I, I texted Matt. I'm like, I'm gonna lose so much money every Sunday on this. It's not even gonna be funny. <laughs> Here are your updated series prices of the NBA. Uh, so glad I was not involved in that. Uh, a few of these are going to be ridiculous, but some of them might be playable for you. Obviously, the Heat up three to one against the Hawks. Hawks are sixteen to one. If that interests you at all, Celtics Nets, which uh, obviously the Nets, the proverbial back against the wall, and they're already trailing by nine here with four forty-seven yeah, left in the get first 12 quarter. Twelve to one on them now. Yeah, <laughs> to just win this, to win this game. Twelve to one on the Nets. That's right. <laughs> Uh, to win the series, Raptors tonight. They trying to stave off elimination. They're seventeen to one. Here are some uh, more playable ones, anyway, on the flip screen. Here, those are the uh, these are in the West. Uh, Pelicans and te- Pelicans. Da- uh, excuse me. The two teams that are uh, the two series that are two to two. Both dogs, the Pelicans and the Timberwolves, are plus two thirty. So the teams without the home court advantage, the eighth seed Pelicans and the seventh seed Timberwolves, are plus two thirty. Suns minus two seventy five, Grizzlies minus three hundred, respectively. Anything there interest the, you? The so I, not to spoil a fruit basket segment, but oh. I mean, but but the Pelicans were good to me this weekend. I think I I think they are way 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 more live than plus two thirty. They're the exact yeah. concerns that I had with the Suns has played out. Like where the secondary score there and who can step up and do whatever they 
they've not figured it out in two games. Now they won one of the two games anyway, but like they they they've not figured that out in two games. It is not Chris Paul. That is for sure. We know that. And so it's gonna have to be one of these other guys. And I don't know if that's going to get figured out in the next two games. I think the Pelicans are, Pelicans are super live. I definitely think they have the best two scorers on the court for sure. And if you can get the type of play, which I understand it was a career playoff high or whatever, but if you can get the type of play out of Valanchunas that they that, that the Pelicans got as well, I, I I think they win the series. Like I really and truly think they win the series. Micro. Okay. Uh, the uh, I, I think that plus two thirty is interesting. I thought the same thing, Matt, when I was kind of putting these together. It's you know what's the the stranger thing to me in this series especially the past couple games, is that the Phoenix Suns, who has have been a top-five defense all year long, are really, really struggling with this Pelicans offense, right? And, like, you know where the scoring's going to come from. Like, you just brought up, it's the two best scorers on the court. They can't stop these guys. And I think that's as concerning as anything offensively for the Suns, who seem to be... They shouldn't be, but it's, they seem to be living and dying by Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul only has four points, and you're right. Like, you can't ask him to get 40 every night, but yeah. even when even when he gets over 25, this team's a different team. Just can't have him get, get four points like he did yesterday. I don't know. It's a weird series. Plus 230 is a near a price that I would find attractive enough to bet. Barkley's been all over the Chris Paul thing. Like, he just feels he has an age, at an age where he can't do it every night. Yeah. Like, he could do it every other game kind of thing. Uh, we'll skip over the Nuggets, who are 22 to 1. If you want to bet that, just give it to me. Uh, Mavericks, Jazz. This one also 2 to 2. Luka did play in game four. That was surprising to me. Mavericks with home court, minus 135. Jazz plus 115. Is that too low on the Mavericks? It, it, it looked like they were the better team anyway. And then now you get Luka. I, I think they win the series for sure. Yeah, me too. Like, do you, do you believe any bit of the school of thought that against this Jazz team, that the Mavericks actually might be better off with a Jalen Brunson-led offense? I mean, for, for spurts, partially. I, yeah. But but in general, no. Okay. Mavericks minus 135. Might be too short. We'll come back. Drew Densick from the Deep Dive and Bet the Edge podcast on the NBA next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here for only $59. You can get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf. UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. Kelly Bidlin and Matt Brown on NASCAR. In <laughs> only in, live betting in NASCAR. game NASCAR. Yeah, only live betting only NASCAR. Live betting. I'm not gonna make any pre-race bets anymore. <laughs> the best way to do this is always in-game last five laps. If you want the full recent experience, which features daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools in a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59. $75.16 Canadian. To be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash spring. All I did is ask Isaiah, who does he like on these live odds? And mm-hmm. he goes, Eric Jones has a fast car today. I'm like, okay. Fa- fast car should get the job done. Eric it, Jones it, it has a fast car today. It yeah. didn't, though. Sorry. Von Wrinkle, 0 for 1. 0 for 1 on the NASCAR. He was close. He, he had, him, had him leading into the I think it was a. I think it was a, a big error on our guys. Oh, on our guys. Terrible oh, strategic. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you know what? Maybe that was his, uh, the person in his ear too. Like they have spotters. You uh, know? Like his crew probably said like, ah, ram the guy in the, into the wall and is trying to pass you on the top. And he like, should have just kept his, held his ground at the bottom. <laughs> like that's, I'm with you, man. We would, we would have won. We would have cashed. We, we would have, we would have won. Yeah. I'm sure. Drew is loving all this real <laughs> quick before we get to Drew Densick, uh, Eastern conference, Western conference odds and, uh, NBA title odds, if if you might indulge us Drew for thirty seconds. The NASCAR live. Oh, I'm sure. He yeah, does. he's got he's got he's hear, got a guy. Hear, he has a bobsled guy for he, crying yeah, out loud. He's definitely guy. got an in-game NASCAR. guy. He has a monobob guy. Yeah, that is true. Um, you want to show these guys with the Eastern Conference, or we'll start with the Western Conference first. Warriors plus one thirty. The Dubs are beating them when those guards are all on fire. Suns are now plus two twenty. Grizzles 
five to one, everybody else double digits, including the Mavericks. If if, if you were advising somebody if they had to come right now, would the Mavericks be the only yes. play you would suggest, right? Yes. Ten to one on the Mavericks with Luka back in the fold. And then the Eastern Conference real quick as well. Uh, Celtics plus 165. Heat plus 250, Bucks plus 336, Sixers 5 to 1. And for the first time all season, the Nets no longer anywhere close to the top of anything. 40 to 1. Remember, teams are 0 and 143, down 3 to nothing in best of seven series in the NBA. Brooklyn down seven with 110 left in the first quarter tonight. And then finally, the title odds, real quick before we get to Drew. Uh, no surprise here. Those two things melded together into one. Tidy little graphic. The Warriors are your short shot. Plus 280, the most beautiful thing in sports, followed by the Celtics at 4-1. to Suns are plus 450, but the Suns, as Matt said, they're in trouble. Heat, 7-1. Bucks plus 750. The defending champs still plus 750? Really, without Chris Middleton, that's knocked him down a perch? I did uh, I did make it an alternative bet on this today, actually. I bet, I bet Giannis to win finals MVP at plus 850. There you go. That's what I thought that number had gotten... High enough. I understand the next two matchups they have are going to be incredibly difficult. The road to them winning an NBA Finals would be incredibly impressive, but I, to me, they're still the best team. We have the best player on the best team, plus 850. I'll take it. Kelly betting that uh, Grayson Allen will not be the NBA Finals MVP. Probably a good bet. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, he has uh, not one but two podcasts. It's a Deep Dive with Andy Molitor, and of course, NBC Sports Bet the Edge podcast with Sarah Perlman as well. Drew Dinsick, the common thread of both. How you doing, Drew? Second time today. How you doing, man? It's I'm doing well. Yeah, we got uh, a Monday call. Yes, uh, love love catching up with you guys on a Monday, and uh, I got a chance to hear some of your thoughts about the uh, way that the NBA conference is breaking down. Um, and the only thing I have to say is, don't tell Doc Rivers and James Harden that a three zero lead is safe. Uh, they will try to prove you wrong. Uh, just you wait. I do like the Raptors a bit tonight, um, but if any team can uh, deliver a comeback from uh, you know, from uh, uh, come from behind defeat, come from ahead defeat. It's the uh, it's the Doc Rivers James Harden company. So you you took Toronto with the points tonight, or you, or did you go all out and go money line on them? Well, I like them with the points, and if you like the money line, you might as well take serious price because if if you are seeing betting value right now on the money line, then you're surely going to see it in Game Six, and you're surely going to see it in Game Seven. So you might as well grab some twenty to one on the Raptors to come back in the series if you like them on the money line. Uh, I personally think the side is an even better bet. Um, this was a flat seven at the market making shops this morning after circles were off, and you can get decent sized bets down. Everybody that bets NBA knew Fred VanVleet was not going to play in this game. And when they made the announcement official, it steamed another point. Um, that, to me, is giving you a free point on top of what is already a lot of points to be laying between uh, a Philadelphia 76ers team that has an injured star and in Joel Embiid, um, that has a, a player in Harden who we've seen the best of already, in my opinion, in this series and is trending down. Uh, and then uh, a player like Maxi, who the you know Nick Nurse defense is figuring out ways to get him uh, you know more and more difficult looks in this game, you know in this series. And so I think ultimately I do think Philadelphia wins, but I think it's going to be a close, hard-fought win. And an eight-point uh, spread is a little disrespectful to how well Toronto is playing right now. Um, Toronto in general was wildly unimpressive offensively through the first three games. You had Pascal Siakam on the court, who was playing a really passive style of basketball, which does not suit his strengths at all. Uh, and I think you, you know, Fred Van Bleek goes out. Siakam really woke up once he was the floor general for that, uh, you know, Toronto squad in game four. Uh, and I think he's going to have enough juice to really put a little bit of pressure on Philadelphia tonight, considering Philadelphia, they they figured out a couple of nice ways to really attack what is a little bit of a suspect defense, in my opinion. So let's uh, circle back to the game that's going right now. Is there any scenario, anything that you would be looking at here where you would want to get in live on either one of these teams uh, as we sit right now into the first quarter, 30 to 26 in favor of the Celtics? Did you have any game plan entering this one at all? I passed on this one. I thought the market was a little bit fair and that some of the late steam on the Celtics was a little tough for me to square. Um, I get why people have given up on the nets. Like I gave up on them a while ago. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm way, way ahead of here. Um, but realistically, it's still, um, you know, it's still a series that, and again, 
This may be the only sweep we get in all of the first round. It's the only one that can be a sweep in the first round. Uh, and I think before the playoffs started, this would have been the one we would have said was the least likely to end in a sweep. Uh, and even the games that we've gotten, you know, game three was clearly decisively a Celtics victory because of the way they played. But games one and two were pretty coin flippy. Um, and so, you know, this is still a pretty competitive, you know, competitive, you know, close. It's close between these two teams. Uh, and realistically, at this point, considering the way that, you know, the you know, Nets are going to go with a very short rotation here. Um, you know, if we see Blake Griffin, I'm probably playing Celtics live. Uh, and if we see that this is a somewhat of a close game as we get into the second half, I'm going to play a live under the current pace right now at 102 is unsustainable. If they're going to go with these short rotations, um, a little bit of pressure on the Celtics to just close this series out and get get a little bit of extra rest before the Bucks series, I think, is is maybe, um, you know, leaning on them a little bit. Oh, and as we speak, Blake Griffin coming off the bench. So maybe not, go. maybe it is over. <laughs> maybe it is over. <laughs> um, but yeah, if Blake Griffin is your solution to your problems, you know, you, you don't have a solution. So Steve Nash um, does seem like he's flailing with decisions <laughs> like that. Doesn't he? Let me just ask you this real quick. Yeah. Drew, Drew uh, over the weekend, uh, T wolves 40 to 25 advantage in free throw attempts over the Grizzlies in Game 4. Jazz, 42-23 to over the Mavericks in Game 4 back in Utah. Raptors, 35-25 to Game 4 in Toronto. We're talking free throw attempts. And then last night, Pelicans, 42 free throw attempts. The Suns, 15. Uh, I mean, I would argue that the T-Wolves-Grizzlies, to me, just to my eye, was the most frustrating of all of them. I, I just felt like the Grizzlies got hosed completely in that game. But I guess my question to you is, especially as you move forward now to, and especially the 2-2 series, right? The Suns and the Pelicans, the Jazz and the Mavericks, and uh, the third one out west between the Grizzlies and the uh, T-Wolves. How much does that weigh on you when headed into these respective game fives? It It's a good question. And realistically, I tend to put that stuff in the rear view mirror when we do see um, you know, lopsided refereeing, it tends to be in the first four games of a series. And there is a general tendency in games five, six, and seven, uh, to swallow the whistle to a degree. Um, and so I doubt that really, you know, the, the free throw attempts and disparity of free throw attempts plays much of a factor in the remainder of that series in particular. I agree with your sentiment though. I thought, uh, Grizzlies got a rough whistle, both games in Minnesota, um, and, you know, Minnesota is a tough team to play in Minnesota, their style of play and, you know, kind of clashes directly with what, um, you know, the Grizzlies are trying to do getting to the rim and, you know, uh, they, they are being very physical with John Moran. Ja has not really adapted his game to, uh, to absorb that. So, um, it's still a pretty, uh, you know, it's still a pretty coin flippy series. In my opinion, market is obviously thinking highly still of the Grizzlies, even though, um, you know, they have at times looked like a dead even teams with the Timberwolves. But um, uh, I think in general, you're going to see free throw attempts fall between now and the end of these round one series. And in general, that should lend to decent opportunities to bet the unders, particularly in that Grizzlies series. I'm going to play the under in all three of the next games, I believe. Ooh, OK. Drew, how about uh, you want to stick around, talk some NFL draft? Might that interest you? With, would love nothing better. Nor I. Nothing I can think of. NFL Draft Talk, Drew Dinsick joins us next. So much to discuss. 72 hours away. Beeson's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. 72 hours away from the NFL draft. Oh, I am excited. I am excited. This gentleman was kind enough to join me on the Beating the Book podcast again today. Chris Valika joined us as well. Matt couldn't make it. We missed Matt, but we had a gay old time, as they say. Uh, So I just want to sort of continue with that conversation here, Drew, which is Trayvon Walker. Let's just start there. Uh, Today, he became clearly the favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. Are you buying that? I do. I think realistically, um, the fact that Balky was, you know, has been telegraphing this now for about two weeks and that he seems to have, he seems to hold a lot of the cards uh, when it comes to this decision and, you know, his ability to sway Shad Khan. Uh, I think there, um, there are whispers at least uh, take this for what it's worth, that there may be some health concerns about Aiden Hutchinson. Certainly we know Balky downgraded Hutchinson on the basis of arm length. Uh, that's not a joke, um, but uh, you know Trayvon Walker uh, is a home run threat in terms of you know potential, uh, you know to to really um, you know blow you out of the water when he gets to uh, the raw measurables. You put him in a defensive scheme, give him some you know you know coach him up. You know he he is going to be a perfectly um, good NFL caliber player and a good piece for your defense. So I mean it it, it makes sense to me um, the. Price never really did make sense considering how openly bulky was kind of praising Trayvon Walker uh, over the last couple of weeks. And the fact that it has just finally flipped now, um, you know, I, I, they're still taking the same bets for the same limits, at the same places in that market as they were two weeks ago. So, um, you know, this late, late breaking steam uh, is tough for me to really explain. I haven't heard any additional inside information that the decision has been made. I think people probably look at the Peter King mock from this morning and maybe some of the other, the, uh, the Albert Brewer piece and uh, ascribe some, uh, some serious weight to their opinions. And they seem to think Walker now is the number one overall pick makes the most sense. And those guys are usually right. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I have both. I have both of them, so I'm. I'm it's going to be fine for me one way or the other. But I was saying this at the top of the show. Like this, this Trayvon Walker stuff today is is based off of air. I mean, like the 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 actual reporting. <laughs> the actual reporting today was was that there's the the co- the the coach wants an offensive lineman. The GM w- wants Walker, and then the owner wants Hutchinson. And you know, sometimes the owner, who by the way signs the checks in all of these things, uh, will, yeah. wins out as well. So yeah, I, I don't see Washington DC. I mean, instance. this massive movement here with all this, and I was actually listening to to Daniel Jeremiah on, on the way in, who was saying that Shad Khan is actually was known as being this like absentee owner, and he has. Try, he's trying to not be that anymore. Like he doesn't want to be this like absentee owner and he wants to like be more present and more involved with, with everything. So yeah, I mean, look, I've got both of them. I have Walker at plus money. I've got Aiden Hutchinson, but it's, it's like, I just can't justify at least from anything that came out today, this thing moving to what? 200 is like minus $2 or something. <laughs> the timeline doesn't fit for this to be smoke is all I can really say. Um, the opportunity to trade out of this pick has, has come and gone. Uh, and at this point, you really, as a franchise, you need to start really getting your fan base war- warmed up for this selection. Uh, and they're, you know, the idea that you're going to do that, um, you know, through, through, you know, media X, you know, media, media channels broadly. Uh, I don't know how else you're going to do it. Um, but if it were Hutchison, then a lot of the, 
you know, we would be getting a lot of firsthand jags in front of microphones, you know, this week, today in particular, uh, kind of getting people lathered up for the pick if that was the direction they're going. The fact that it's not and that Walker is getting as much steam as he has, and you can connect this back to Balky's Friday press conference where he basically said, Walker's my guy, then I think, uh, you know, all the pieces put fit together for me. All right, so Drew, let's let's brass tax this like we did on the uh, Beating the Book pod today, which is, if it is Trayvon Walker first, does Detroit <laughs> then sprint to the podium to draft Aiden Hutchinson second, which would then create a Texans-Jets 3-4 that would involve either Sauce or Stingley and Thibodeau, followed by Charles Cross at five to the Giants, the first offensive player? Or... Do you believe that Trayvon Walker first does not necessarily mean the Lions would draft Aiden Hutchinson second and that they might go Thibodeau? Where do you stand on that? I've heard in a similar sense that Matt broke down for the Jaguars where the coach and the organization were not on the same page uh, for the one is the same sort of situation for the two. I think uh, it's pretty clear Dan Campbell prefers Hutchinson, uh, but the organization broadly uh, grades Thibodeau a higher ceiling. Um I haven't pieced this together to also being sourced to some of the red flag issues potentially with Hutchinson, but it may be part of the equation here. Um, but if you made me say right now, how does this go? I think it goes Jaguars, uh, Walker, number one lines uh, to Thibodeau, number two. Um, and at that point, you know, two edges off the board, two elite edges off the board, the two highest ceiling guys off the board uh, and the safe pick sliding isn't crazy considering the state of these teams and how overall this draft is lacking top end talent. So Drew, we're, you know, a lot of the bets you, me, that uh, Guild, Kelly, ever all have in our account numbers, either numbers aren't there. They've moved. The juice is gone, you know, whatever. So it's kind of hard. When we get to this point to start like recommending things and, and whatever. But if we were trying to say, okay, I get it. A lot of the casual betters wait until the week of to start doing these things. And where, where, where would you feel comfortable saying for someone to kind of put their money today? Like what, what, what is still yeah. available out there that you, you would feel comfortable kind of saying, okay, look, might not be the best number, but you want some action going into Thursday. You want to be able to enjoy the draft. So I, I wouldn't mind sprinkling here. Yeah. The, uh, the highest, and again, it's a lot of this stuff is moving as yeah, you're speaking, right? Like, this has been one of the most active days and, uh, and I, you know, Circa ha- plays a role cause they released their props and limits went up at other places. So that's all part of the equation. I think Stingley goes third. I think that's bettable in the five to one, six to one range. Yes. You can find it out there. Somebody will write a decent sized bet. Um, he came back with a clean bill of health basically from every team that has a strong opinion about him. Uh, and he, you know, again, looks like a high ceiling guy that I could see the Texans taking third overall. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that I think will be really realized and felt in the, just sort of the prop market is now reports of teams having red flags on players from an injury standpoint. I mentioned the Hutchinson thing. I think that precipitates a fall from him out of the one you know, perceived one down into the, uh, you know, four or five range. Uh, similarly, I think there are concerns about Evan Neal and his, the health and you know, stability of one of his knees right now. Uh, so Neal looks like a faller to me. Um, and I think honestly, that's some of the, some of the positives you've heard of cross the reason teams like the giants and Panthers are kind of getting out ahead of this and making sure their fan bases are prepared. If they go out and make that pick, they're trying to get people warmed up on cross. Uh, I think cross has a very realistic shot to be the first overall offensive player taken and the first offensive lineman taken in that five hole in the New York giants. And if not in the five hole, then potentially the six hole of the Panthers. So, um, he's a guy that I think is going to benefit from some of the sliding here. Um, I've heard, uh, you know, reasonable steam uh, to the um, to the high side for a player like Nicobe Dean at the end of the first round. He is sliding out his bet to the over in the 30 uh, range, I think, is a fair play. Uh, and then on the opposite side, his teammate Quay Walker, I've heard, has a reasonable um, backstop at the end of the first round. And so he's hit, you know, uh, Walker to the under. Um, Dean to the over are two fun ones that I think uh, will continue to you know have legs these next couple of days. Uh, Lewis Sign, uh, another Georgia player, very very realistically the second safety off the board uh, at the end of the first round, if not the beginning of the second round to the Detroit Lions, um, and then um, wide receivers, wide receivers, wide receivers from the middle of the draft to the end of the first round, there is going to be uh, a premium placed on that position as you have a bunch of teams kind of in the late teens, early twenties, who all desperately have that need. 
uh, and are going to probably have to give up some of the goods to move up into the teen range to get the guys they want. Uh, I can think, I think at this point, six wide receivers is your floor for the first round. And even at that number, you may have six by pick 22. Boy, that was all music to our ears, at least to mine. It was on <laughs> most of that. And, and, the, and the point that needs to be made, and we only have a minute left here, but what you're saying, Stingley, you think, goes three. So there's so many ways to bet that, right? First cornerback selected, right? Still almost as good a price as we got it at. Um, if you can match the the exact number pick, if you can do that at the books that they're available to you, Stingley three, cross five, would those be the two big ones for you? Those are nice looks. Yeah. And I think cross five, depending on the price you can get shop around, you may be able to get a better price on first OL or first offensive player. Uh, again, very realistic shot. He is the first offensive player off the board. Um, haven't really found a home for icky. Um, haven't really figured out what the jets are going to do at number four. If Hutchison is available, presumably they go pass rush. They need edge help. That should be a defensive player slot should be. Um, but you know, they're, they're a bit of a wild card, uh, tons and tons of steam today on Garrett Wilson going in the top 10. That's yep. probably the, the hottest pick on the board. I love that one too, man. Um, but that's the key. You know, you gotta bet this stuff. <laughs> you gotta bet this stuff early. Cause you know, and when circle, I mean, circle only put it out today. Westgate only put it out today. So, you know, for us, maybe not the, the most exciting bets, but man, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.